0: Welcome to the Ride With Us podcast, presented by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, the world's largest ride enthusiast organization dedicated to the appreciation, promotion, and preservation of roller coasters around the globe. So, please keep your hands and feet inside the podcast at all times as we welcome in your host. Happy New Year. I'm Derek Perry, ACE's communications director and the ACE Ride With
1: Us podcast producer. And today I'm with my twin brother, Doug Perry, ACE's social media manager.
2: Hey, Derek, and happy 2024, 20, everybody. We've got so many things going on with Ace coming up this year. We're going to look forward to everything in 2024. But before we do, let's look back at everything that Ace had happening in 2023. It was an incredible year.
1: It certainly was. It was Ace's 45th anniversary. Ace was founded in 1978 and going stronger than ever. We have over 7,300 members. And if you can believe it, this year, there were 1,665 new members. So we're welcoming all you new ACE members. That's so cool. And these ACE members are loving the publications, the preservation. But so many ACE members find out about ACE through the events. And there were a ton of events in 2023.
2: Yeah, there were so many regional events, so many digital events, and we'll get to all those, but first let's talk about the three national events this year. Our first one, of course, was CoasterCon 45, which was held at Dollywood and Carowinds, and it was a record-breaking CoasterCon. It
1: definitely was. There were 1,300 attendees, which is wild, because the previous record was the year before. It was CoasterCon 44, which took place at Cedar Point in Ohio and Kennywood in Pennsylvania. And this event had more than 500 attendees over that one. And this CoasterCon 45 had 500 ACE members who it was their first ACE event they've ever attended. Can you believe that?
2: I can't believe that. And that's it's such an amazing event to have been their first one. Mm-hmm. I loved everything about it. One of the highlights was the first night... The welcome dinner, it was the 70s theme, disco, we all had our 70s outfits on, and the ABBA tribute band performed, then all the drone shows, they had the, Dollywood had Coaster Con up there in the sky for everyone to see during the drone show, and all the ERT the whole week, we had awesome behind-the-scenes tours at Dollywood and Carowinds, we had So many fun events. What were your favorite parts? Uh,
1: There were so many of them. And ERT was definitely one of them. And for people who don't know what ERT stands for, it's exclusive ride time. So at these ACE events, you can get on these roller coasters before the park opens and after the park closes. So there's minimal wait times. You're just partying with all your ACE friends. It's so cool. I loved that first night. ERT session on Big Bear Mountain, where we were coming back into the station and all the fireworks were going off over Wildwood Grove. It was a very magical moment. Uh, but just seeing everybody, making new friends during the week, it was a really good time, I thought.
2: Yeah, I think that was my favorite coaster con that I've ever been to. Carowinds of Dollywood were such great co-hosts. Yeah.
1: Oh, I forgot one thing. There was a raffle where I entered the raffle, I didn't think I was going to win, and I ended up winning a chance to walk up the 325 feet of the Fury 325 lift hill, which was so wild being up there and looking out over the park and seeing towards Charlotte. It was an unbelievable experience. And uh, a lot of these opportunities, you only get to do them during ACE events. So if there is an ACE event, and you're on the fence about going really if you are able to go make sure that you book the ticket and go
2: yes i agree definitely definitely worth checking out and from coastercon in june then we moved on to the preservation conference which was in august and this year it took place in new york so we started off at playland in in rye new york and then we went to adventureland long island and then we ended up at luna park and Dino's Wonder Wheel Music Park, both at Coney Island.
1: It was such a cool opportunity to get to these parks. And for a lot of attendees, it was their first time exploring and seeing these classic attractions and roller coasters. It was a lot of fun. Did you have any favorite moments at Playland?
2: The ERT in the morning was definitely a highlight um so many acers hadn't gotten to experience the wooden kitty coaster there which is such a fun ride and uh normally it's not open to adults who aren't accompanied by children or even i don't know if adults can ride it at all actually right
1: yeah i don't think adults can normally ride it. so
2: it was you know as so many acers got to ride that and of course on the classic dragon coaster um we got behind-the-scenes tour, and the whole day was fun. It was kind of rainy in the morning, so that kept the GP away that day. So it was kind of like a whole park ERT, and there were such good hosts, Playland. It was a fantastic day. There was a lot of rain during the events this year, but we didn't let that dampen our fun. We sure didn't. The next day was Adventureland in Long Island.
1: Yes, it started off with uh, some behind-the-scenes tours, which was really cool, and Exclusive Ride Time on their Fireball coaster, which is the only one of its kind in the United States. And I think it's so much fun. The swinging back and forth and the little drops. It's even more fun than it looks,
2: I think. Yeah, I love it. Every time I ride on it, you can't help but laugh. It's just a fun experience.
1: For log flume enthusiasts, Alfie, uh, they've got two log flumes. They've got a regular size, really cool one in the back but they've also got this kiddie one that adults can go on that you just sit in a little boat by yourself and go around and there are a couple drops and I think I got I got equally wet probably on both of them they were a lot of fun and then that haunted house where you hang from the ceiling and go around on that suspended track I think that's really cool too
2: yeah I love that Adventureland has so many unique rides and then the next day we made our way to Coney Island and ERT started off on the new coaster there, Tony's Express, as well as the iconic classic Cyclone.
1: Yes, which was running extremely well, I thought. It was out of control. It was fun. It was smooth. Uh, We just kept on riding it over and over. Did you have a highlight at Coney Island?
2: There are so many. I loved dispatching the Phoenix roller coaster with Dino at uh, Dino's Wonder Wheel Amusement Park. That was so neat to be a part of that. And <laughs> that you. was like
1: a dream come true. You were on one side and I was on the other side. And uh, Dino and everyone there, they checked and made sure that everyone was secure. And then they gave us the go ahead and we got to press the two buttons at the same time to have the... Train dispatch, and then they were on their way, and it was it was cool. Uh, it was something I was, I've always wanted to do. So thank you, DJ, for that opportunity.
2: And we got a tour of the cyclone, going underneath the cyclone, walking all around, seeing everything. That was definitely a favorite part. Yeah,
1: there's so much history at Coney Island, and going to the Coney Island History Museum. There was just so much. We could have spent a whole weekend there, um, but. It was time to move on. But there was another event coming up in another month, which this was a surprise kind of fall conference event. We haven't, Ace hasn't had a fall conference in a while. So I was excited to go. I was
2: so excited. Yeah. We had the fall conference in September in Utah. It started off at Lagoon Amusement Park. And then we ended up at SNS Worldwide. So Lagoon, I, thought that was so awesome being there right after primordial had opened and we had ert on primordial one of my new favorite coasters and then we were there for frightmares so that was so fun i don't remember being at a national ace event during halloween time and going to haunted houses and stuff
1: Yeah, that was really good timing. I think some people were stressing out, thinking, is Primordial not going to open? Is it going to open? But then it did open. But even if it didn't, it still would have been a blast and something to go back for. But we were so excited that it did open. And like we talked about before on this podcast, it blew me away. And it's been getting so many awards and so much recognition. Totally deserved.
2: And Lagoon Seance Show is still giving me nightmares. Another cool thing was going to SNS Worldwide the next day, where we got to take a tour of their facilities. And a lot of ACERs got the opportunity to ride the SNS Axis prototype coaster, which
1: was unbelievable that SNS Worldwide gave ACE this awesome tour, this opportunity. We all got to see the archives, the Arrow archives. So from Aerodynamics, All these really cool blueprints and just written out plans for all different attractions like Loch Ness Monster and Disney attractions from Disneyland. Really neat to see. They've they've got a bunch of history there.
2: Yeah, that was one of my favorite things this year for sure.
1: So those were the three major national events, but there were 85 regional events all over the United States and in Europe too. Do you have any favorite regional events that took place this year?
2: There were so many fun events this year. One of the favorite ones for me was going to Leesburg in Sweden with Ace Europe, and it coincided with the opening of their new hotel, which was so fantastic. We got to stay there, and it looked over the park. And of course, the grand opening of the Vacoma boomerang, Luna, family coaster that was so fun being there with Vacoma. and we ha- we actually did have exclusive park time there um furnace for, for as part of that event and that was of course your our first time there you and me Derek so we loved it
1: yes and that wasn't a Europe's only event in that area they were back in June at Tivoli Gardens in Denmark they presented typically Gardens Roots of Bane and Side Friction Coaster with an ace roller coaster landmark. So that was a huge kickoff to their Viking trip in that area. And so many acers went there and it was a great celebration of this awesome traditional roller coaster.
2: I love that coaster. And back in the United States, there are so many other events this year uh, one of the highlights for a lot of acers was CocoCon in September. It was co-hosted by ACE Eastern Pennsylvania and the melanin coaster network. And they had a huge attendance. I think it may have been a record breaking attendance for a regional ACE event. Is that right? I don't know. <laughs> I,
1: I, I think it was, I, it was a huge number. People from all over came to Hershey park and had a great time. I definitely want to go to CocoCon 2024.
2: And another region that has so many events uh, this past year and this upcoming year is the South Central region. They are one of the most active regions. They've got a full event schedule. They basically have something happening every month, I think. If not every month, it's almost every month, but maybe uh, so much to check out. Coming up, they do have the Winterfest event at SeaWorld San Antonio, but they've always got so much going on.
1: They sure do. And besides organized regional events where you purchase a ticket and go to the park and then maybe get a meal, exclusive ride time, ACE also has informal events. So Doug, can you tell everyone what's an informal
2: event? So the informal events are more relaxed, chill event where you get to meet up and see all your ace friends meet new ace friends ride the coasters and everything it's usually the type of thing where you take care of your own admission ticket and you're on your own with the food and everything but um there will be scheduled designated meetup points ride takeovers group photos so there are a lot of fun activities throughout the day and opportunities to hang out with other acers but for me i really like it especially for the local parks like uh derek and i live in southern california so we go to these parks all the time so for an event at one of these parks i might not necessarily want to pay extra for ert because i'm at the parks all the time riding the coasters and i have a meal plan so i wouldn't want to necessarily pay for like a catered meal or something but
1: you're exactly right it's also an awesome opportunity for people who haven't joined ace yet who are curious about kind of how ACE runs and they have questions about it and they want to meet people who are in ACE. So anyone's welcome. If you have a ticket to the park, you're welcome to join up with us and meet new people, kind of ask questions about ACE and what happens at an ACE event. We've made new friends from these informal events and new ACE members. So it's definitely a way for people to get together and show that we're all connected by coasters. But for people who aren't able to go out and attend any of these events the ace digital event team has they've been bringing a bunch of events to ace members this year and there have been 18 digital events this year and what an ace digital event is is basically a fun zoom meeting it's a uh, It's for ACE members only. So you have to become an ACE member and then it's free registration. There's no charge for the actual event and you hop on and there are so many different themes. There was women's history month this year and you were on that one too,
2: right? Yeah. I loved that one. That was one of my favorites. They had the guests, the past presidents, including Jan Schnorr, uh, Carol Sanderson, Jennifer Supko, who is a writer and historian of amusement park related history. Uh, It was so informative. I really loved that one. And uh, there was a Spectrum meetup. There was the Give Kids the World Village holiday light tour. That was so cool getting to see Give Kids the World Village and seeing all their holiday lights and learn so much more about the Give Kids the World Village. And we all had our holiday attire on, our Santa hats, our light-up necklaces. It was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, and me with my reindeer antlers getting emotional over all the great work that they do at Give Kids the World Village. It was uh, it was a nice event.
2: I definitely had a tear in my eye and a joy in my heart during that festive event. And the next
1: digital event is going to be Ace Love's Pets. Are you going to bring your cat simba and luna onto that ace event on february 1st
2: <laughs> i will i don't know i don't know how willing they will be to participate in it but i'll try i'm definitely sometimes join.
1: sometimes they make appearances anyway how cats like to sit on the keyboards
2: and we also want to mention ace cares which participated in 16 events this past year um, they, it starts with the Gingerbread Run, which is also which is coming up, so make sure you go to ridewithace.com slash events and register for that if you want to participate in the Gingerbread Run. And then, of course, all the Coast and for Kids events held at different parks in the uh, summer, mostly, in fall, early fall. It was a, a great fundraising opportunity and really cool experiences for everyone who participated, so definitely check those out this year.
1: Ace Cares has a great coordinator, Chris Leach. They all do a great job. So thank you for everything you do. And thank you for everyone who donated to the preservation funds this year. $10,000 went to Lakemont Park Skyliner from Ace to support that coaster. And for those of you who don't know about Lakemont Park in Altoona, Pennsylvania, they're home to the Oldest operating roller coaster, Leap the Dips. So it's so important to support Lakemont Park. Uh, We love Lakemont. And Lakemont also participated in the world's largest ride this year. There were 22 participating parks. And it resulted in a feature on Nickelodeon, on Nick News. So what the world's largest ride is, is parks all around the world can sign up, to be part of this event. And it's an ACE run event. And what they do is they set aside a train on a roller coaster or a bunch of roller coasters around the park and they fill them with ACE members or the general public or a combination. And at 2 p.m. on June 16th, they dispatch the trains all at the same time. So there's this countdown and then they make a, a fun speech and then they dispatch it and everyone celebrates it. And it's kind of some, something fun for all these parks to get involved with and all these people to get involved with, and then covering it on social media. This year, it's going to be on June 16th, 2024. So mark your calendars to join the ride. And that happens to be during CoasterCon 46. So that will be at California's Great America with all these people celebrating the world's largest ride this year during the world's largest ride, there were some roller coasters that participated that opened this year. And 2023 was a good year for roller coasters. Started off with Aquaman Power Wave at Six Flags Over Texas. That really fun mock water roller coaster shuttle, where you go back and forth. The coolest thing about that coaster, besides being totally fun is that you don't get totally drenched on it, right? <laughs> yeah, it's if such you're... a fun
2: ride and I love it, but I don't like when my shoes get wet and on that ride, your shoes don't get wet.
1: <laughs> Last time we went on it, we ended up sitting in the front row and our upper bodies got pretty soaked, but our lower bodies stayed dry. Uh, so we, we love Aquaman and it was fun watching Aquaman in the movie theater the other day and reliving that whole, experience at Six Flags
2: Over Texas. After Aquaman, which coasters open next? There was Tron Light Cycle Run, which opened at the Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm, Which is awesome. And then what was the next one after that? Was it Air Force One? I think so.
1: Air Force One at Fun Spot America Atlanta, which is the RMC coaster that is nonstop. It's this unique blend of different elements and that turnaround in the back that's one of my favorite experiences i got to have on a roller coaster this year i think
2: oh my gosh i loved it yeah i definitely one of my favorite coasters this year
1: and then pipeline at sea world orlando that was another experience that blew me away because i didn't think a roller coaster like that where it's kind of like a stand-up coaster but i didn't really know what to expect and then getting that little pop of beer time on the launch and then coming down that first hill and going up that next hill and coming up off the floor in that stand-up position was like anything else I've ever
2: experienced. And you also experienced a lot of spinning on the Wild Mouse Coaster that opened at Cedar Point this (laughs) year.
1: That was, I think, the most spinning I've ever done on a Wild Mouse Coaster, and it was so much fun. If you love to spin, you have to ride Wild Mouse at Cedar Point. Zamperla did a great job with it it's right on the boardwalk the whole section is beautiful the Grand Pavilion there's awesome food and drinks and then you can look over all of Cedar Point on one side and then Lake Erie on the other it is the perfect setting
2: and then Dark Coaster opened at Busch Gardens Williamsburg oh my gosh
1: we love Dark Coaster (laughs) the way that you go around the track twice and then they light up different elements and i actually got scared in there like it was a little like jump scare for me <laughs> <laughs> i don't get scared that often so i thought it was exhilarating i loved it
2: yeah it was so much fun and also right after that matugani opened at lost island in iowa which will be riding again this year
1: yes that lost island is a very impressive park all the theming and the attractions. It is so well done. I'm excited for everyone to get there next year during the Ace Preservation Conference.
2: And the Sally Dark ride that they have. It'll be so cool riding that with all the acers and competing and seeing who has the best score. And also this year, we didn't get to, we didn't make it there, but SeaWorld Abu Dhabi opened and had their Manta roller coaster.
1: From Intamin. Uh, There were so many coasters that opened, The Flying Viking at Adventureland, uh, Zambezi Zinger, of course, at Worlds of Fun.
2: Arctic Rescue at SeaWorld San Diego. And another one of my favorites this year was Wildcats Revenge, the RMC coaster at Hershey Park.
1: One coaster that a lot of people did get to experience was the Brava coaster from EJ Hill and Skyline Attractions in Massachusetts at Mass MoCA, which is actually the exhibits closing on February 11th. So this is going to be your last opportunity to ride it if you haven't. So you got to go to the Mass MoCA website and sign up for those last spots before they're gone. And speaking of gone, 2023 is gone. So we got to look to 2024. So many roller coasters are opening in 2024 and they're under construction now it's so cool to see construction going on you gotta follow a social media so you can see everything that's happening top thrill 2 which everyone's looking forward to at cedar point in 2024 that construction is over the track is done it's complete and they were testing a train on it so that just builds the anticipation up even more. What else have you
2: seen? Dorney Park, Iron Menace, the B and M dive Coaster that's coming. They completed the lift hill, the first drop, and the Immelman inversion. Next up is they're working on the barrel roll, and that's gonna be so fun. I can't wait for that to open this year.
1: Yes. And then Loch This Monster is getting refurbished. Did you see they took down the interlocking loops and Premiere is reconstructing the ride and the loops are back up and there's gonna be theming and the train and I'm excited to ride that. That's our mom's favorite roller coaster and we love it. So I'm glad that they're putting the time to preserve and the energy to keep that going for generations to come.
2: Yeah, I'm very excited about that. And also, we're getting a new wooden roller coaster in the United States. It's so neat to have the Gravity Group building Bobcat at Six Flags Great Escape. They just were pouring concrete for that, I saw on their social media. So I'm looking forward to that opening yes, this year. Yes, and
1: over in that area, not too far away at Santa's Village in Jefferson, New Hampshire. They're building Midnight Flyer. It's going to be a Vacoma family coaster that looks like it's going to be fun for the entire family. And they just received a bunch of tracks. So look for that track to start going vertical pretty
2: soon, I think. And over in Europe at Europa Park, Voltron, Nevera, that's all set to go. It looks like they've been testing that. That should be opening soon. And Thorpe Park, Hyperia, it's going to be the 236-foot 80 mile per hour coaster.
1: They've gone vertical with that. There's uh, maybe about halfway done with the construction of that. And Ace Europe is going to have a whole week in the United Kingdom next year. And they're going to stop at Thorpe Park. So if you haven't been to Thorpe Park, you got to go. And even if you have, this new roller coaster is going to be the tallest roller coaster in the United Kingdom. For so long, it was the big one at Blackpool Pleasure Beach that... Awesome aerodynamics hyper coaster, but now this is gonna surpass that. So this is gonna be the tallest coaster in the UK, which I'm super excited about. So so many new roller coasters opening.
2: And then there's yeah, good gravy is coming to Holiday World.
1: And the new Busch Gardens Tampa BM family inverted coaster. Looks super fun. The Intamin shuttle coaster going in at Six Lives over
2: Georgia. The Vacoma Super Boomerang at Six Lies Great Adventure and Kings Island is getting their Vacoma family roller coaster, another family boomerang. And Knott's Berry Farm is getting the Zamperla coaster fam- for families.
1: Yes. They just closed the uh, Huff and Puff and the Ferris wheel. And uh, so they're making room for the new camp Snoopy at Knott's Berry Farm next year, which is going to be awesome. So, 2024, so many new roller coasters, and ACE members, you know, love to hit these coasters, and we love to go during ACE events. So, what's on the agenda for ACE events in 2024? What are the big
2: ones? CoasterCon 46 is happening in Northern California at Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk, Six Flags Discovery Kingdom, and California's Great America. So we'll be celebrating the 100th anniversary of the Giant Dipper at Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. More details were just released about that with the itinerary. We're gonna be starting at Great America for three days, then heading to Discovery Kingdom, and then Santa Cruz Cruz Beach Boardwalk is closing out the week, and that's where the ACE banquet is gonna be.
1: If you're an artist and you wanna submit a logo design for CoasterCon 46, you have until January 10th to do so. So every year ACE members submit their drawings, their logo designs, and then one is chosen each year. And then that design is plastered all over the parks, all over social media, and then on t-shirts. So if you're an artist, you might wanna consider submitting your design before January
2: 10th. And then less than a month after CoasterCon, Ace Journeys to Central Europe. It's the 2024 international trip. The international trip is back. It's been a few years. The last one was in Japan in 2018. So this year Ace is going to be visiting the Netherlands, Belgium, Germany, and the optional Poland add-on date. That's going to be July 6th through the 21st this year and there are 14 parks. You're going to be going to Wallaby, Holland, Efteling, Wallaby, Belgium, Land, Toverland, Movie Park Germany, Fantasialand, Holiday Park, so many. There's the optional Poland add-on, which includes Energylandia. That's going to be an amazing trip. The registration opens January 17th and it's going to sell out so you want to make sure that if you're planning on going on this trip you're ready to register on January 17th right
1: at 9 p.m eastern standard time capacity is limited to 198 attendees 177 for the Poland add-on and it's expected to sell out very
2: quickly so just to clarify that's 9 p.m eastern not 9 a.m yes 9 p.m at night Okay.
1: (laughs) But you don't have to worry about the next event selling out because ACE doesn't cap
2: the national events.
1: We have the ACE Preservation Conference to look
2: forward to, right? Yeah, I'm so excited to be back in Iowa. It's going to be at Adventureland. It's going to be at Lost Island. And also in Kansas City, Missouri at Worlds of Fun. So if you haven't been on Zambezi Zinger yet and... If you haven't been to Lost Island yet, just, I love those three parks so much. I'm so excited to be back. Me too. And have you seen the Preservation Conference logo yet? It's so cute. It's an ear of corn riding a roller coaster. I can't wait to have that on the t-shirt.
1: Yeah, the graphics committee, they do such a good job. Brody Rose, Adam Goodike, Jason Wright, and everybody, they're so creative.
2: And that's August 16th through 18th.
1: And you never know when Ace is going to surprise you with something else. So keep your eyes peeled to Ace Social Media for more announcements possibly coming soon. 2024 is also a nomination year for elected positions in Ace. Those four positions are president, vice president, treasurer, and secretary. And the nomination period is between February 2nd and March 15th, with the voting period between June 15th and July 15th. So if you have any questions, email nominations at aceonline.org. Go to ridewithace.com slash election. Make sure that your email address is updated so you receive your ballot. It's So it's an exciting election year. Make
2: sure you ride the vote.
1: (laughs) Yes, ride the vote. I love that. So also that's new for 2024 is the President's Youth Advisory Committee. And they are now accepting applications for members age 13 to 20 to contribute for more information on that go to ridewithace.com volunteer and the deadline for the youth advisory committee is february 4th 2024. and as whitney houston said i believe the children are our future teach them well and let them lead the way so we want to hear from you youth you are making the decisions you're helping create the future of ace so get involved volunteer and uh, it's going to be a bright future there is so much going on in 2024 with all the new coasters opening we also want to think about the classic coasters and the classic parks that we want to preserve and it's so important to keep those parks thriving as much as possible and unfortunately playland fresno has just announced that January 14th is gonna be the last operating day for them, which is really sad news. They've got a Molina and Sons coaster, the Dragon Coaster. They've got a lot of classic rides there. Helm and Sons did a great job reopening the park this year and refreshing it. They put in new attractions, they repainted things. It looked great, it was so much fun to visit. And it's so sad that they announced that they won't be able to stay in business any longer. So if you're in the Fresno area, make sure you go out and you can support this park and maybe something can be done. And that's Playland in Fresno, California. If you ever hear of any parks closing or in danger of closing, please let us know at Ace so the preservation committee can hopefully help save those parks.
2: What's and what's the best? So Jimmy
1: Tico is the Ace History and Preservation Director. You can always email him at J. T-I-T-K-O at aceonline.org You can always email management at aceonline.org president at aceonline.org My email is dperry at aceonline.org Just get a hold of somebody. There's so much going on in 2024. Follow Ace social media. Make sure you are signed up for the bi-weekly newsletter. And new events are always popping up on ridewithace.com And right now we have Bob Randolph
0: with the ACE January event rundown. Hello, ACERs. It's Bob Randolph with your look at upcoming events for January. Coming up on January 13th, it's No Coaster Con, the annual middle of winter tradition where ACE members, guests, and park representatives talk about all the latest coaster news. The deadline for registration is passed, but for those attending, it's sure to be a great time. Also on January 13th at Knott's Berry Farm, There will be an informal meet-up to celebrate the life of David Claw. David was a member of Ace Pacific Southwest and a blogger on Southern California Parks. This event will start at 9.30 outside of Knott's. There will be a ride on Silver Bullet in memory of David. Admission to Knott's is required to ride the coaster. For more information, check the event calendar. If you've been looking to add some international coasters to your count, registration for Journey to Central Europe opens on Wednesday, January 17th. The main trip includes over a dozen parks in the Netherlands, Belgium, and Germany with the option to add Poland on. For trip details and pricing, see the event on the website. On Saturday, January 27th, it's Winterfest at SeaWorld San Antonio. This event is hosted by ACE South Central. There will be presentations from various parts near and far. Breakfast and lunch will be provided. This is an ACE exclusive event and members are limited to two guests. While this is more of an indoor event, there will be ERT on Title Surge, Texas Stingray, Steel Eel, Great White, and Wavebreaker at the end of the event. The deadline for registration is Thursday, January 11th, so act quick if you're interested in attending. If you're a pet lover, on Thursday, February 1st, it's Ace Loves Pets. It's a chance for you to introduce your furry or maybe your scaled friend to the rest of Ace. This is a digital event, and you do need to register in advance. Thanks, Bob. For more on these events and the complete event rundown,
2: visit RideWithAce.com slash events. It's been so much fun recapping this past year. and. Looking ahead to 2024, thank you for joining us.
1: 2024 looks like it's going to be a great year. Thank you all for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. And if you haven't joined ACE yet, join today. And we hope your first coaster
0: of 2024 is your favorite one yet. Ride With Us is produced by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, a registered 501c3 organization. Visit RideWithAce.com for additional information, and we will see you at the parks.